It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only fun Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Shadow. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if you did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, I'm going through this real quick because we do have to rush to our first segment, of course. Um, but tell me first, how are you doing? I'm good. Okay. This is a segment called Bottle Check. Popping bottles in the ice like a blizzard. We have bottles over here. Cans, supposedly. Like it sounds like this when I open it. Yeah. So just clap your hands. Say yeah. Um, I'm drinking a sparkling ice plus caffeine, zero sugar with vitamins and antioxidants, and it has. Oh my god, sparkling ice! I haven't thought about sparkling ice in a long time. Is it? Do they still have the really long, skinny bottles? Um, it's like the size of a short, tall boy. Okay. <laughs> um, it has. All right. How how are you liking it? Well, I've just opened it. Let me take a sip. This is ASMR for all you freaks out there. <laughs> um, it's pretty good. It's a citrus twist is the flavor, and it tastes like, you know when you would like get a soda pop at the pool on a hot summer day? Yeah. Like a Sprite or a Mountain Dew? I guess it kind of tastes like Mountain Dew. Okay. But I specifically like, like on a hot day, Mountain Dew, where it's just like, Anything will quench my thirst right now. So, yeah, just like a a very refreshing Mountain Dew. Yeah. And I think it's just ice. (laughs) Not ice, water. (laughs) Okay. And on the branding, it's an ice cube with a little orange slice, a lime slice, and a lemon slice inside of the ice cube. Isn't that cute? What are you drinking? Uh, I'm currently drinking a Snapple Zero Sugar Peach Tea. Um, it's very tasty. Uh, I, I get these a lot. And, um, I just noticed for the first time, cause I'd never look at the back of these. Uh, there is this, a, a sticker that says locale, big flave on it. <laughs> and there's, there's also, yeah, there, it's really good. laugh it up. Okay. And there's, yeah, uh, there's funny. also, there's also an arrow pointing to it that says, check this stuff out, to the sticker that says, look how big flame. It's like, okay, I will. Yeah. Um, that's really fun. How many vitamins do you have in yours? Um, uh, 90 milligrams of potassium. It's 2% of my daily value. That's it. I've got 15% of B6, 15% of B12, 15% of vitamin D, uh... 15% of my Bitcoin, 15% of my niacin, and 15% of my vitamin A. I didn't know they were putting Bitcoin in beverages now. But I guess, you know, what else are they going to do? Yeah, it's they got to find something to do with it. Uh, Jake, would you like to hear the Snapple fact on my Oh my uh, god, yes, my I forgot Snapple has facts. Uh, the word cherry comes from the Turkish town of Cerasis. They grow cherries there, I take it? Uh, presumably. You know where they don't grow cherries? A little island in the South Pacific called Fiji. Thomas, did you watch Survivor 45 last night? Dudes will step to you with a corny line Asking for your name, saying what's your sign? Jake, I most certainly did. Mm. What an episode it was. This week's episode was called Music to My Ears. Is that a good way of describing this episode that we just watched? (laughs) Is it as nice as listening to music? Yeah, this is like listening to a beautiful concerto. Um, so we're having a Halloween party here next weekend. Uh, come through if you're in Chicago. And we've been listening to the uh, playlist that we made with a, a friend. 
and they the friend has thrown in just the most random shit. Do you remember Tiny Tim? I remember like you were alive in the 60s, but do you know Tiny Tim, the singer? Yeah, um, I'm mostly familiar. I know like Tiptoe Through the Tulips or whatever, but yeah. I'm mostly familiar with, with Tiny Tim from the SpongeBob song that they use in the pilot, or like the song they use in the SpongeBob pilot. Right, okay, yeah, right. Um, put like six or eight Tiny Tim songs on this playlist, which is too many for That's, any I would say party. one is probably enough. Yeah. I would even let you do two if you wanted, but six is a lot. When the playlist is only like six to seven hours long, that's one Tiny Tim song every hour. Anyway, the fun part is, though, we've also added a bunch of spooky sound effects between the songs. Um, so that's something to do with what we were just talking about. Sure. <laughs> I don't um, remember the Jake, connection you, I was making. <laughs> what are you going to be for Halloween? Oh, because the episode was called Music to My Ears. Um Oh, okay. I remember the the point I was trying to make. This episode is like one of those spooky sound effects that you're not expecting in the middle of the playlist. That's the connection point I was trying to make. I'm being the Flash. Ariel is being Iris Flash from the Flash TV show on the CW. Obviously, what are you being? Uh, I'm going to be John Arbuckle from Garfield. <laughs> That's incredibly good. Do you have a cat? <laughs> To, to carry around uh, what I'm, I think I'm going to get a Garfield stuffed animal or an Odie stuffed animal. To That's take a great with me. idea. Um, what are your plans for Halloween? What are mine? I have a, a party I'm going to. Nice. Um, I do love the idea of dressing like John Arbuckle and then not having plans for Halloween, though. Yeah, <laughs> that would staying be very in. Good. I'm making a big sandwich, and I sure hope Garfield doesn't eat it. I'm going to go as Dagwood and make myself a big sandwich as well. Remember him? He did the sandwiches. Yeah, he yeah, he's famous for making large sandwiches. He was kind of the original Jimmy John. Okay, let's talk about the Lulu losers. Sean is dumbfounded and feels he's on the bottom. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I did most times with the uh, new episodes with the like modern seasons that we watch. I try to watch it two times, you know, so I, I don't miss out on any of the details. Because, uh, you know, with 90 minutes, there's so many details now that you can't be missing. Um, didn't didn't care to rewatch this one, you know? Just left a bad fate yeah. taste in my mouth. Yeah, it's uh, there were some problems. This episode felt like a warm Mountain Dew on a hot day. It's been sitting in the sun. You open it up because you think it's going to be refreshing. And it's just like syrup down your chin. Disgusting. I hate it. I hate hot Mountain Dew. <laughs> I'm glad you're on the record about that So Caleb fully trusts Emily now After the last tribal council That's really great We love this twosome Sean is willing to move forward With no hard feelings But Emily thinks he's a chameleon Oh Who cares Sean sucks I'm down on Sean Everybody talks Well I've got good news for you <laughs> Good news for people who love bad news. Remember that album? At the reward challenge, everybody talks about how good Sabaya was. Um, this seemed unnecessary. <laughs> like, do they usually yeah. talk about the person who's been voted out this much? I love there's nothing I love more than a person watching as a person watching Survivor than after I know what happened at a tribal council, having everyone on the, the other teams speculate about what might have happened at tribal council. Fun. This felt like the producers just really want to get her on a return season whenever they get around to doing that in the new era. 
Probably in the next few seasons, I would imagine. I thought they were never doing that, though. Yeah. Yeah, they did say that, didn't they? Well, you know, like women, Jeff lies. Men lie, women lie, Jeff lies. Isn't that a song? It's true, and Jeff does be lying. So uh, there's actually not a reward challenge. They're actually going to be dropping their buffs. All of the Lulus are in different tribes. This is probably like perfect for the producers, right? Yeah, I think so. To get all three of them on a different tribe. Uh, so I didn't write down who's on all the new tribes because who gives a shit, right? We don't actually watch this show. <laughs> Imagine yeah, whatever. <laughs> As the concept for who this watches, show. Who watches things? Come on. Grow up. On the new, new Lulu, Bruce cries uh, because remember when he hurt himself last season? Yes. We've been saying... Not last season, but the last season that he was on. Yeah, that was last season. He was on 44 and then immediately came back for 45. That's why everybody's like, ooh, Bruce, we remember you. For when you wow. hurt yourself last That's, season, he was so he was so forgettable that I was like, clearly he was on like the, 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 the he was on five years ago or whatever. Right. Uh, Caleb basically hosts them at the Lulu Beach, which is uh, very fun. Like, what else are you going to do in that situation? Uh, Bruce starts to talk about his journey, but Katuro interrupts him to ask what Brandon said. Katuro's playing well. I think Katuro is a good choice for winner. Okay. And I've never been wrong. <laughs> You've never been wrong, ever. It's very important. Jake and Caleb link. That we all talk about that. Uh, yep. Jake and Caleb link up. Uh, Jake is, in fact, not Bellow Strong. He's willing to work with Caleb. I mean, who wouldn't be, you know? What a great guy. Yeah. I want to work with Caleb, and I'm not even on the show. Yeah. Uh, over on Bellow, Emily is trying to play low key. This is big. This is big. Because remember, in the beginning? Yeah, this is very different from what was happening then. <laughs> how Emily was, like, mean, but now she's nice because Caleb was cool to her. Just being cool to one another. It is funny that that's all it took was for him to be like, hey, maybe stop. Uh, <laughs> maybe stop being weird. And she was like, okay. Yeah. Oh, I never considered that. Uh, let me try that. Oh, it's working. We love a hero arc, a redemption arc. This is kind of like Zuko in the Avatar series on Nickelodeon. Uh, it's like, have you ever seen a better redemption arc? It's basically exactly like Zuko on Avatar. Similar to Avatar as well, they build fire. Fire is a thing in Avatar. Emily tells... And it represents your life. Yeah. <laughs> in Avatar world, fire represents your life. Emily tells them what happened at the previous tribal council, and Drew says that Emily is pretty normal. I liked that. That was funny. I like that he said that, and then she was like, F you, Lulu, and she was <laughs> chopping that coconut. That and was I was like, funny. okay, this is... Yeah. There's still a little bit of the old Emily in there. We love the growth that, that we're seeing, though. Because did you know that Survivor's all about the journey now? It's not about winning a million dollars. It's about the experience. It's about the experience. Who even cares who, who, even cares who wins? You who know, wins, I don't even cares? think about that. Yeah. Uh, I just hope they all have fun out there. <sighs> Over on Reba McIntyre, Sean tells them he has stories. Huh. Feels like you want to tell those stories. 
to these people, right? Wouldn't that make sense? Wouldn't yeah, if you've got them. Yeah. Dish, Sean. Jay tells Sean that they're big on manifestation and on Reba. I'm sure you love to hear that. Of course. Yeah. I love manifesting. I love energy. It's all good. I did go to a tarot reading bar on Friday night and got my tarot read. Uh, so I'm actually all about manifestation now, too. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. What are you manifesting right now? New job. Give me money, please. Capitalist society. We <laughs> please live in. money. Money, please. Money me now. <laughs> Jul- me a money. Julie wants them to remain Reba strong, obviously. And they go look through his bag, but it's tied in a particular way that they try to recreate on their own bags. They successfully do that, but they don't find anything. What a dumb thing to do. This was so... Like, I love that yeah, the, he like absolutely had nothing, and they go back through it, and they're like, well, he should know that we were going to do that. Like, yeah, okay, guys. No, I thought you were going to be decent people and not go through people's things. Yeah, if he didn't want us to look through his stuff, he shouldn't have been on the bottom. If he didn't want us to look through his stuff, he shouldn't have had stuff. Yeah. It's very suspicious having a bag. Yeah. Jay tells Sean they are planning to blindside Sifu. What a great plan. Oh, my God, because Jay hates Sifu, and so does everybody else. If only... Why? Just because... Look, I'm sorry that you guys are so mean and judgmental that you can't uh enjoy for the t- like 1000th time him using the machete as a guitar <laughs> it's really cool and then pointing at jay to be like sing along it's great i hope he wins i hope you see that would be pretty Arrows funny and Marianne. he just keeps doing it yeah he does it when they read the final vote for him to win uh Julie doesn't want to vote out Sifu, of course. And then they show another jam session. Great. We love it. <laughs> oh, my God, because it's the Reba tribe, of course. And Reba is a singer. It's true. That's why they got Sifu and, and uh, Jay on there. Because they're both uh, musicians also. Remember how every season now Sia comes out and is like, I'm going to award you this amount of money because I like you so much. What if this year... Sia comes out and says, I want to swing from the chandelier. Yeah. Everyone claps, and then she goes, so she leaves. Yeah, what if that happened? What if instead of Sia coming out for 45, it's Reba McIntyre, and she gives $20,000 to every member of Reba because she likes them all so much. She's like, my namesakes. <laughs> you are all my children. <laughs> That's a different show. But what if, you know, Kid Nation, we could get everybody. Did we ever do Kid Nation, the people from Kid Nation play on Survivor as a simulated season? No, we should do that, though. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should have done that three years ago when we were watching Kid yeah, Nation. Yeah, probably. We probably should have done that right after we did Kid Nation, huh? <laughs> well, whatever. Over on Bello, they celebrate nine whole days in this game. woo Exciting stuff. Nine days. Pretty impressive, right? What a journey. What an experience. Speaking of Janelle Monae. Very exciting. Oh, we were talking about Janelle Monae before we started recording. Forget I said that. Um, Drew and Austin want to bring Emily into their alliance, and they all bond over being straight shooters. Pew, pew. I think the straight shooters is a really good alliance name. I think talking about straight shooters in this political climate with all the mass shootings, Mm. uh, honestly... Think you gotta scrap that one. Not a good look, Chief. Hmm. 
I'm wondering if that is something we could have just like not brought up at all. And we could have just moved on without bringing up school shootings. No, it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you want to ignore uh, the problems in society, but they're not going to go away just because you look the other way. And Survivor is all about building a society. <laughs> and I think it's interesting. This says a lot about, you know, I, Jeff, oh Jeff barges into your room. <laughs> <laughs> it's a red alert, but it's no, just... interesting that you brought this up now. <laughs> it's a red alert <laughs> just because Jeff Probst came to their school uninvited. Just was like, I'm in your house right now. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on. New, new Lulu. Bruce wants to pull Caleb to their side. Um, who's on Bruce's side at this point? Not Katura. We know that Katura or Bruce and Brando. Is that right? I it's hard to tell if any I, my thought is that everyone is humoring him but I can't say for sure. We're humoring him, that's for sure. Dora tells Caleb that Bruce is the next target. Um Oh, I think this is a line from Katura. You cracked your head and we all got sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was Katura who said that. That's such a great line. It's like, yeah, all right, the, I like on. the time lapse. The time lapse of complaining was great. Yeah, that was really funny. And then when they um, cut back to her and she just like rolls her eyes after he does his little uh, flint bit. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. It's like, dude, you got to tone it down like 10 notches. Um, Caleb and Katura go to the water well and Katura tells him what's going on. Re Brunkle Bruce. And Caleb says, we were at the water well, but I was already quenched. Good line from Caleb also. Yeah, he was quenched with information. Exactly. Finally, someone is telling me what's happening in this game. At the immunity challenge, they have to carry a cage and shoot baskets. Uh, as I wrote in my notes, this challenge ruled. Yeah, it was great. This was so much fun. <laughs> Do this every time. The basketball challenges are always the best. It's just a fact. Yeah. Uh, Caleb makes three of his four shots, and Lulu wins. Bello takes second, and Lulu, uh, excuse me, Emily starts crying, which is fair, I would say. A lot of crying this episode. A lot of crying. Would you say that your two favorite things in Survivor are manifestation and crying? Yes, absolutely. Number one and number two. Yeah. Number three is, you know, just about the experience. The new new Lulu has uh, won, and Caleb compares himself to Kawhi Leonard. Do you think that's an apt comparison as a basketball head? Uh, yeah, I liked this. Oh, okay. This was something Ariel asked me, and I, I couldn't put it into words. What makes a hooper a hooper as compared to a regular basketball player? Uh, Hooper is someone who is more concerned about individual skill set and one-on-one play than uh, like more X's and O's like team-oriented basketball. That makes sense. Um, it's a lot of isolation scores are Hoopers. They they're play they're the ones who play hero ball on a five-on-five full court yes. game. Exactly. Yeah, it's like somebody who's like dribbling the air out of the ball and pulling up for a shot. Yeah. Cool, guys. Um, I think Caleb is who J.D. wanted to be. Remember J.D. from all those seasons ago 
who went money and then missed whenever he took the shot. Yes. He yeah, Caleb is Caleb is definitely who JD wanted to be cuz he is he was fucking hooping out there. He was yeah. both a bucket and a problem. Um honestly, this was uh the that challenge everybody did pretty well shooting the basketball at the end there. It was the, one of the reasons that was good is because all the teams were actually doing pretty well. Like Sifu was getting the hang of it. He just you know, didn't have enough time yeah. by the end. Yeah. Uh, so Brunkle Bruce pranks the new new Lulu with uh, the, pretending to lose the Flint. Uh, good bit or the most obnoxious thing anybody could ever do? It's like, do, do you, th- this is the point where in my tribe it's like, look, I know we got we to gotta keep peace here. We got to keep we'll try and live harmoniously together. Like, that's the point where I'm like, hey, man, fuck off with this. You got to stop doing this shit. Yeah, bad, bad joke. Uh, not funny. Brunkle Bruce, uh, down vote. Don't like him. Um, go home. Low effort posting. His <laughs> post was deleted. Lulu finally gets their fire. Uh, had just had to replace everybody on the team to get there. Funny stuff. Over on Reba McIntyre, Sean assumed Reba would win because all they do is win. Sure. D says Sean may be, be, may be the bad luck charm. You know, D... I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> Literally never won an immunity challenge. It's true. Sean tells Sifu that he's loyal, but Sifu is remaining Reba strong and then speaks in the third person. Sifu loves to talk about Sifu in the third person. It's true. Don't like that. Jay wants to take Sifu out before it's too late. Smart. I, I fully support Jay. I wish she had <laughs> an easier time on Survivor. Like, I feel so bad for her for having to deal with Sifu all the time. Yeah, it would get really annoying. I like that we, there's really only one tribe that doesn't have that person on their tribe right now. Uh, would that be the new, new Lulu? Uh, well, no, because they got Brunkle Bruce, right? I think Brunkle Bruce is back. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought he was on Bellow again. So Bellow. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, Bellow, yeah. Who's all on Bellow anymore? Who gives a shit? I'm not, I'm not writing all that down. Uh, the women tell Sean they're not voting him out, but they need to trust that he needs to trust them when they claim to be Reba Strong at Tribal Council. Well, that's a great plan, folks. You know? Could go off swimmingly, and then we get Sifu out, and Thomas loses even more points every week. Wouldn't that be so yeah, fun? It's all coming together. Before we talk about these points, though, and this wildlife shit, before we talk about this tribal council, more like wildlife shits. <laughs> so we had birds, we had iguana, we had an ant, we had a red claw crab. Where can the Red Claw Crab be found? Uh, I'm going to say probably the beach. Correct. Um, globally, where, where in the globe can they be found? Uh, Fiji. Fiji is one of the places. They can be found anywhere from the east coast of Africa to the far reaches of Polynesia. Uh, what shape is their body? Uh, crab-shaped. Oh, 
shit, how did you know? Uh, Google said heart, but we're going to go with crab shape because that is actually more accurate. How big? That's, that's basically a crab shape. Yeah. How big? How big the crab? Um, medium. Yeah, about 10 centimeters. Um, are you expecting any more facts about these guys who populate almost the entire world? Uh, I was, but the way that you said that, I maybe not. Yeah, for whatever reason, despite them be having a very wide range, <laughs> nobody's bothered to chronicle anything about them. Interesting. I found, like, one, uh, scholarly paper, and it was in, I don't know, um... Some Northern European language I don't know. And then I found another one that was specifically about the crabs on Africa's east coast. Um, I think they said they were in Kenya. But that also barely had any information. And the information it did have, it was specific to those crabs that they were studying. So I can't tell you more about the red claw crab. And I'm sorry. Try harder next time, Jeff. All right, you want to talk about this tribal council? Sure, let's do it. Okay. Um, they talk about how easy it would be to vote for Sean. Would it be easy? Would it be easy yeah, to vote for be. Sean? Yeah. He's a Lulu loser. <laughs> Truly. Sifu talks about teaching Tai Chi. I, uh, I don't think anybody asked him about that. Sean recites... He can sense people's energy. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> right, of course. He's an empath. <laughs> it's my no, it's <laughs> spiritual. He can, so you can sense their chi. <laughs> it's my third favorite thing on Survivor is uh, empaths. Sean recites a rhyme about failing and then talks about reclaiming lost time on Survivor, but actually it's at home with his husband and asks them all to write his name down. Why? Come on, man. You don't go home immediately. You know that, right? This show's been on for 23 years. You're this show is an amazing journey, and I'm ready to take the next step in my journey, which is quitting. <laughs> okay, so um, D whispers that they should still vote Sifu. Sifu only gets one vote. Sean gets three, and D gets one erroneous vote. Um, who's at fault here for having two quits? In the pre-merge. Uh, definitely the people that cast this. You think so? I wonder if there's some other reason. Like, that's... Because, like, obviously the, the, like, the nicotine withdrawal is the reason, main reason for Hannah. I'm wondering she if was there's just having a bad else. time generally. Like, it was bad vibes on the island, so she was, like, She was very out. hungry. She took, uh, the share zone's advice and was like, I'm out. Peace and yeah, out. Just walk out. You can just leave. <laughs> I like I love how much Hannah has become the hero of the quitters since Sean's um departure. <laughs> you know what? At least she fucking quit the first week yeah. instead of wasting everyone's time. I was like honest about it. I was like, this shit sucks. I don't want to do this anymore. And I was like, Yeah, all right, fair enough. Whereas Sean was like, I miss my husband. Yeah, we all miss your husband, Sean. But this yeah. game is three weeks long. I wish now. I was with him right now, but I have to do the Survivor podcast. <laughs> it's an obligation. <laughs> Um, Sean blamed it on Jeff for asking, oh, what has this journey meant to you? But I think ultimately it is Jeff's fault because he's the executive producer. But, like, apparently he asked that question of, like, everybody, every tribal. So that doesn't really hold water. 
uh, much like those buckets and some of the challenges they do, am I right? But he's all about the journey now. He's all about the experience. It's about a million dollars. It's a million dollars. I don't have a job. I could take a million dollars. I don't want to be surviving, yeah, Jeff. You, don't call me. Yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, if you guys don't care about the million dollars, then how do you give it to me? Yeah. If you're not doing anything, I'll take the money. I'll take it. Remember when, I'll take the million dollars. Remember when Grimace gave all of the money to veterans when he won? And then it wasn't even like a reputable organization, apparently. We could have used that money. We, you could have subscribed for two months to our newest show on Patreon, Tony Show Lube, which I did make the logo yeah, for you last night, and it's available an episode of, You could have gotten one month of Tony Show Lube content. <laughs> of course, because the first month we get money... Uh, is to support the podcast. Uh, gotta buy all the Monk DVDs. Gotta buy Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Peacock, Peacock subscriptions are not cheap, okay? <laughs> Netflix just watched um, Spy Kids last night again. Still holds up. Great movie. Tony Shalhoub is in that one also. Anyway, uh, let's talk about... Right, don't say anything else about it. They're not paying for this. <laughs> Thomas, last week you had 26 points. I had a measly 14 you said Marlon Brando would survive. He did. I said Kendra would survive. She did. We both have lost our Lulu person. Sabai is out. Sean is out. So sad. You said Sifu would survive. I said Austin would survive. They both are still successful. Austin looking a little better than Sifu at this point, but, you know, still early. They didn't get burgers. They didn't get coffee. There was no reward challenge at all. But Bello did win the immunity challenge. So you got a point for that. And that's all of the points we won this week. You're now at 29, and I am at 16. In most seasons, we... You're gaining on me. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you are pulling away. You're almost there. I was 12 points behind last week. I am now 13 points behind. That's a, a little peek into Just Arithmetic, another Patreon show that you can subscribe to. I think that one's cheaper than the other one we were just talking about. Um, okay, so... We'll be at the merge soon enough, I'm sure. I don't think it's next week. That would be weird if it was next week already, right? They just merged. They just tribe swapped. Um, one, just a fun little one week tribe swap, just for fun. What will the reward be at this next challenge? Good question. Um, mm-hmm. I think it is. Good. Well, yeah, they didn't have one this week, so yeah. I'm gonna say. Uh, Pizza. I was thinking about pizza, too. I'm going to go with comfort items, though. Okay. I feel like we haven't seen comfort items in a while. Yeah, it has been a little bit. Uh, what team will win the reward? I'm going to say Bello. I mean, you got it, right? I'm going to say, I guess, Reba McIntyre. And what about Immunity. I'll say the Lulu losers are going to be the woo-woo winners this week. Uh, they're actually not the Lulu losers anymore now. They're the new, new Lulu. Thank you. I'm going to say Reba McIntyre wins immunity as well. Who's getting voted out? Um, I'll say Sifu is getting voted out. Third time's a charm. I'm going with Brunkle Bruce yet again. If he doesn't get to vote it out this time, it's going to be next week because I'm going to change my person. So waiting on Subway or KFC to show up. Um, great stuff. Okay. 
Oh, shit. Tomas, it's time for everybody's favorite segment. Can you tell me what this week this week's quiz is in a little segment called Quotes to Quiz? So nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you could call me your majesty. If we ever stop doing uh, the Quotes quiz, we should just not say anything about it and not include it. And then we could be quiet Quotes quitting. That's really good. I can guess your Zodiac based on your favorite movies. Get ready for a movie marathon after. I am actually literally going to a movie marathon after this. This is by Talia. Oh, what movies are you going to see? I think all, like, Halloween-themed movies. Okay. We're just going to a, a friend's house. They do this every Halloween. Um, Talia and Autumn have 760 points. We're going to get those numbers up, babies. Community contributors. I assume Talia and Autumn are two people that did this together. So pluralizing everything. Okay, pick a movie. Beauty and the Beast, Encanto, Bambi, or Toy Story. I wish they would clarify whether this was the shitty live-action Beauty and the Beast or the good one. But I'm um, assuming they mean the good one, since these are all animated Probably the pictures. good one. I'm picking Beauty I and the Beast, I think st- I'd probably still go Toy Story on this one, though. Fair enough. Uh, pick a 90s movie. Titanic, Jurassic Park, Forrest Gump, or Scream! You have to say it like that. I actually just watched Scream, and I will be picking Scream. Sorry, what movie? movie? Scream! Thank you. I'm going to pick Jurassic Park. Scream by Usher. Do you want to... I liked it in in Scream when the ghost face came out and Scream by Usher played. (laughs) I'm picking Jurassic Park, one of the greatest movies of all time. Uh, It's been a while since I've seen it, but I'm sure it still holds up. Yeah, do you remember in Movie Club when we watched Jurassic Park and it was with a VHS copy of it that appeared to have been stolen from someone yeah. that had their name and address on I it. I do remember that. I think about that. I think every time I watched Jurassic Park, that was so funny. I think it was like a teacher that none of us knew, right? I think so. Yeah. That and the, the other thing I remember about Jurassic Park, there, sorry, there are two more things, both from this viewing of it. Okay. That might be the last time that I saw that movie. Um, the, uh, one of them is wearing a belt that looks like a seat belt. Like it's got the clasp on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the other thing is that they play like a cartoon slipping sound effect when uh, when Newman gets uh, sprayed by the spitter dinosaur yeah. and slips in the rain. There, there's like a like a literal like Looney Tune sound effect that plays. It's so funny. It's my favorite part of that movie, which is a very good movie on its own. Uh, I just I love that Steven Spielberg was like, you know, it'd be funny here. <laughs> this movie that otherwise is not especially funny. Yeah, well, I mean, Newman's in there, so... But yeah, yeah, Wayne Knight slips on a banana peel there. Uh, Pick a Y2K movie, bring it on. Mean Girls, Harry Potter, HSM. High School Musical, probably? Can they... Can we have, like, good choices? Mean Girls is a good movie. I mean, Mean Girls seems... I I think Mean Girls and Bring It On are, like, the two obvious picks here, but I'll go Mean Girls. I'm also saying Mean Girls. I've never... I don't think I've ever watched a Bring It On movie front to back, but people seem to love them. Bring It On's pretty good. Um... Pixar. What the fuck are these choices? <laughs> Turning Red, Coco, Cars, or Inside Out. Have you seen any of them? Inside Out is the... Um, the one about emotions. The, the one about emotions, yeah. Um, I'll pick that one. I'm picking Coco. Love that movie. Turning Red's also very good. I still, have, I still haven't seen it. I know people say it's good. Yeah. Uh, cars, um, 
We'll talk about cars when we do Survivor All Cars. You know who's in cars? Who's in cars, Thomas? If you pay us a million dollars, we'll talk about cars, because Tony Shalhoub's in that bad boy. <laughs> I forget he's in that. Great. Can't wait. Um, horror movies, Coraline. Okay. Smile Old It. Hmm. Smile. I think there was that Netflix movie that was like It Follows but was bad. I haven't seen... No, I think Smile was the one where, like, the lady's, like, head fell off, right? Where they have, like, the weird smile. That's hereditary. And then... Okay. Um, these also... I'm honestly... Weirdly, I'm going to pick Coraline on this one. Um, Coraline's a good movie. I, I don't really consider it to be a horror movie, but it has horror elements. I don't think of it as a horror movie either, um, but I'm also going to pick it. I, I'm pretty sure I watched Smile and it was bad. Old was also bad. It, I haven't seen. I haven't seen what was it. old because my first thought was that it was the beach that makes you old. The, I, right. That's a better title. Honestly, you know what? Why don't they call old the old fellas? Okay. So is old the beach that makes you old movie? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't hate it, but it wasn't good. I liked seeing, ooh, don't remember the actor's name, but Miles Strom uh, being 20 years older than I remember him. That was fun. Yeah, there. I mean, the mid-sized sedan thing was funny. Oh, I thought yeah. that was a funny joke. That was a good joke. Um, otherwise, <laughs> ridiculous movie. I don't understand it. Uh, last but not least, and this is perfect for this show, a show about Survivor, survival movies. 47 Meters, A Quiet Place 1, a Maze Runner, or Adrift. I've seen none of these movies. I've seen A Quiet Place, and I can tell you, you would like it more than any of these other movies, I'm sure. Yeah, probably more than Maze Runner, so I will pick that. Okay. Well, I, it said I'm an Earth sign, Taurus, Virgo, or Capricorn, which, of course, is false. Your baby's a water sign, Pisces. What did you get over there, Tomas? Uh, try again, Talia and Autumn. It said water sign for me. Incorrect. Leo's fire sign, right? Fuck if I know. It's your anyway, I'm not a Cancer, a Scorpio, or a Pisces, so try again. Okay. Um, I guess I'll watch whatever movie you picked that I haven't seen when we listen back to this later. Um, cause Have you seen Scream? <laughs> um, probably way back in the day when I was like a kid. It's good. I'm sure it is. I just recently watched Scream 1 and 2, and they're both good. Mm. Did somebody scream twice in the second one? Yeah, they go, scream, scream. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it would be really funny to edit that movie so anytime Ghostface showed up, he would just go, scream. That's, I mean, that's what I remember. That's why his mouth is open like that, is because he's, he's yelling, scream. Okay, Thomas, we've got one more segment before we get to the end of this episode. And it is your favorite segment that we haven't done in a long time because you hate it, but it's time. We have to do it. Double challenge, so. We've got the finale of the challenge, USA 2, this past week. Do you want to take any guesses at who won? One man, one woman. I don't really know who's on this cast. Uh... It's a lot of people from Survivor, and they dominated that alliance. Um, dominated the whole game. <laughs> I'll say uh, Rap and Chris from 
<laughs> from Ghost Island. Um, that's very funny you say that because somebody named Chris did in fact win, but it was not rapping Chris. It was Chris from Edge of Extinction. Remember him? Was he the guy that won? Yes. Uh, Corey took second, our friend from back home, and uh, your favorite guy, Johnny Bananas, took third. On the women's side, Michaela from Millennials vs. Gen X took third. Chanel from 42 or 43 took second. And Desi from Triple H, it's time to play the game, took first place for the women. So it's an all-survivors uh, final, except for Corey and Bananas. Isn't that exciting? Very exciting. Survivors won the game. And remember how last season Desi's partner quit on her in the middle of the final, so she wasn't able to finish it. Who could forget? It's kind of her redemption. Anyway, Thomas, what's your blue sky? You can follow me at tom.tom.bluesky.social. The show's on Blue Sky now, too, at onlyfunsurvivorpod.bsky.social or on YouTube at the Only Fun Survivor Podcast. Thomas, what can people comment on YouTube? Uh, Ha, ha, ha. Very funny smiley face. So we did actually get a comment on our last episode, um, which is rare, of course, uh, because nobody listens to this show. But you know what they said? Do you know what they said, Thomas? What did they say? Instead of, instead of ha, 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 very funny, they wrote, they wrote, damn. That's it. What does that mean? I don't know what to me. I don't know what to take away from that. So, again, what's the YouTube comment we want from people? We're trying to win the algorithm. <laughs> Yeah, if there's one thing I know, if you want to, it's good SEO, it's good algorithm work to say, ha ha ha, very funny. Yeah. YouTube loves to promote comedy, uh, and we also love to laugh. So, ha ha ha, very funny. We have a few shows on Patreon. We've been talking about Tony Show Lube a lot this week. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash justpodcast if you want to check that one out. Um, you want to thank the fans? I uh, would love to thank the listeners, mm. um, especially whoever it was on YouTube that said damn. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that meant. I'm, sh- I'm sure it was, uh, I'm taking it in this, the spirit of whatever it was intended. Yeah, I'm taking it as a slight because um, any recognition, I assume, is negative. <laughs> Did we get any downvotes? Do they, no. Can you still downvote on YouTube? Is that still I think a thing? you can still downvote. We very rarely get downvotes. Um, I think the only downvotes we've gotten are uh, when I try to use CM Punk's name and image to get a lot of people to view our stuff. <laughs> I can't believe people would get mad at you about that. <laughs> what, Just because you tricked I them. Only occasionally uh, do tricks. Um, and it is the season for tricks and treats. It's the so. season for that and for treats. So um, we're not going to talk about CM Punk anymore. In 2024, we're not talking about CM Punk. 2023, I guess we got to get it out of our system, huh? Do you think he's going to show up at the Royal Rumble? We're talking about we're talking about CM Brunk, CM Brunkle Bruce. That's why. That's that's right. What? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, did we say what to write on the Apple Podcast Review site? Also, because nobody's this doing is my that favorite podcast. Either. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Perfect. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, nobody quits Survivor anymore. Um, <laughs> They're quitting in protest for how bad the season has been. Yeah. Well, did you know that quitting is actually the new winning? 
It's true. Um, Charlie Sheen going, quitting. Quitting. All right, we're going to quit this episode. Have a great summer. Deuces. Away. That's what Sean said when he left. Yeah. He was like, this has been a great journey, <laughs> but deuces. There's a chime of the victory. There's a page back in history. 45. They came back to the world that they fought for. Didn't turn out just like they thought. 45. And the other thing that I was saying was like, why are you invested in this? Like, why do you care if Taylor Swift is bisexual? Why does she need to be bisexual for you? And my sister was like, well, representation is important. And it's like, I don't, <laughs> like, there's not a shortage of bisexual pop stars. Yeah. <laughs> you can just listen to Janelle Monet. It's like her whole brand now. Yeah, this is like, this is like when... Marvel fans, there will be like a gay character in the background, and you'll be like, "That's really cynical on their part." And they'll be like, "Oh, I'm sorry that you hate groundbreaking representation in movies." It's like, "Yeah, you're right. There's never been a gay person in a movie before. Uh, a guy with one line in a Marvel movie." It's like when, um, what's his name? Who did Billy on the Street? Billy Eichner came out with that movie called Bros. That was like a gay rom com, and they promoted it as the first gay rom com, and everybody's like, "What?" No, there have been dozens. What are you yeah, talking like it's about? Good, it's good that there's a gay rom-com, but it's not the first gay rom-com. <laughs> there's significantly better ones than this one. That's probably why it didn't do well. Yeah. Um, okay, so I've just found a picture of Carly Claus. I keep wanting to call her Carly Cross. Is that somebody also? Anyway, Carly Claus, Taylor Swift, and Ben Stiller together at an NBA game. Do you think perhaps they might be in a thruple because there's a picture of them all together having a conversation? Yeah, well, I mean, look, that's how... How do you start being in a thruple? Uh, by talking, of course. Conversation's very important. Just like on Survivor. Yep. <laughs> do you think if there's ever, like, a three-person alliance, they should call themselves a thruple? It makes sense to me. A couple is two people, a thruple is three people. This is my Survivor polycule. All these Zoomers on Survivor these days wanting to date everybody on Survivor. Yeah, Am I it's wrong for river, thinking it's Emily's getting a little hot? Is is that a crazy take that Emily's getting kind of hot on the island? What? That's a real thing somebody posted in this real Survivor Reddit. <laughs> I am the horniest person on Survivor Reddit. There was also some, remember when D was like, I've got such a big toe. Somebody posted in the real Survivor Reddit. Oh my god, you know somebody was like, was just furiously jacking off to that. They were like, hey, does not to be weird, I'm not one of those guys, but does anybody have a picture of D's big feet? I want to show it to my friends. I don't want to jack off to it. Smarten up, probes. <laughs>